hammer, and away there, me mateys. This be your old pal, Gravy Jones, from Gravy Jones Locker, here in Columbia, South Carolina. We've been dry docked, as it were, what with all this talk about coronas and such, and labeled as non-essential, as if serving up over a hundred varieties of tasty sweet meat drippings could ever be non-essential, yar. <laughs> but that doesn't mean we be closed for business, no, ye land lovers. Why, we be having our very own curbside service available. That's right, just pull up your car, on up, roll down one of your windows, we bit, honk twice, only twice, and chuck about $10 worth of cash out your window. We also accept the balloons. And we'll put a hose right up to your vehicle and top you off with our gravy du jour. Yar. Be it biscuits or meat, rice, pilaf, or anchi, don't be off your rocker. Still to Ruby Jones Locker! <laughs> and remember, Wednesdays are SOS Day. Jibe ho! <laughs> What's a jibe? Uh, Swimcasters uh, show about RPGs and stuff like that. I am Toaster, I am a cowboy, but let's get into the show. <laughs> Cause it's gonna be the future soon, and I won't always be this way. When the things that make me weak and strange get engineered away. It's gonna be the future soon, I've never seen it quite so clear. And when my heart is breaking, I can close my eyes and it's already Hey there, Swarmcast listeners. This is John. So we got back from Origins 2021 at the end of November, beginning of October, and I feel like I'm only just now finally starting to get back on track, back back to normal, as it were. Uh, I know we've been releasing these episodes very sporadically, but the world and, you know, stuff, and we got a new kitten who's been driving us up the wall, and, you know, things like that. So... We did not get a ton of stuff recorded at Origins this year, but we did have a lot of fun. We got to see some really neat stuff, and I got to run part of the Midnight Massacre for Ninth Level Games. So on this episode, uh, you're going to hear the recordings that we did with Kurt Covert from Smirk and Dagger Games, and we caught up later with Alex Wolf from Spielcraft Games, who we actually met at the con at uh, Origins. On this, we're going to talk to him about his ongoing Kickstarter f- for his game, for Glory and the expansion. Uh, we're also going to have our standard Scarab reviews from the ancient before times of 2020. And we're probably going to have something new on here too, because we received a bunch of puzzles from Renegade Game Studios. So we review one of those on this episode. We're also going to have a YouTube video up that you'll be able to view the actual puzzle that we're reviewing. And it's going to have the audio from our puzzle review along with it. So with that being said, let's go now to Origins 2021. I admit that I'm impressed since I'm how tricks someone legit to come and sit and talk some stuff. Stuff. <laughs> okay. So, uh, hey guys, we're here at um, Origins. I almost forgot the name somehow. I don't know why. 
It's been so long since I've been to a convention. And I'm here at the Smirk and Dagger Smirk and Laughter Games booth with our good buddy, Kurt Covert. Hey, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. So how's, how's the convention been going for you? I know two weeks ago you were at Gen Con. Yes, we were. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's, I actually haven't gone home. This is going to be a three and a half <laughs> week trip and I've got Geekway after this one. So oh my gosh. I figured why go home and self-quarantine for a week <laughs> when I could just like move on through because I had a, I get a Kickstarter running in between. So uh-huh. it's crazy. But uh, no, Gen Con was absolutely great. We okay. shattered sales records and a lot of that was due to uh, the night cage that yeah. has just been killing it in the marketplace. Uh, we've got lots of great reviews on it. Um, mm-hmm. It's now the number one best-selling game at Barnes and Noble. Oh wow! Um, That's and cool. we had to order our third print uh, before the second actually arrived. Oh wow! So, uh, which it's—I just heard that it's import from last week and being processed uh, through customs. So, hopefully, the, the reprint will be here soon. But oh, that's very cool. Yeah. And, and um, I'm actually sitting here in front of a demo that you've got set up for the game. That, this one's currently in Kickstarter, if I'm not mistaken. That's right, yeah. So we've got the spill here. Uh-huh. Uh, interestingly enough from us, uh, after 14 years of nothing but backstabbing games, I've uh, right. changed things up a, quite a bit in the last four years. And so now we've got two back-to-back co-op games. Okay. So uh, the Night Cage was a really great, you know, spooky, tiling yeah. game, which yeah. is so atmospheric. Uh, the spill very different. It is also a co-op game, but it is about an oil rig that's in trouble in the middle of the ocean, and okay. uh, you are trying to contain the spill, remove what oil you can from the water, and save the sea life. And it's got this really cool uh, four-way dice tower that stands yeah. about eight inches off of the board here. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you can even hear it here. If I oh yeah. It's a very satisfying. Yeah, uh, and if uh, when sound. when the dice drop, it, they drop into one of four quadrants, and then based on the uh-huh. die number rolled, it goes into a sector in that quadrant. Oh, so okay. What's kind of cool is it just naturally like flows and spreads all over the board like uh, a, as the like oil, an oil moves across. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and of course, it threatens sea life, and then you spend your turn like sailing around the perimeter, taking care of the biggest emergencies as they occur. Ah. Um, so it like the night cage. It's both of these games are really deeply involving. You get swept up in the theme, okay. which is something that I just absolutely love in my games. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, but I would say of this one, it's got kind of a uh, almost like a pandemic feel to it. Uh, but this one is more of like a reverse tower defense because it's all kind of coming oh, from the center out okay. at you, and you've got to push it back. Got to push it back. Move it. So, <laughs> okay. It looks it looks really amazing. Um, I've been been following the kickstarter and it's a uh, wow uh but yeah I, I just got my copy of of night cage uh, not too long ago and it's it you're right it's it's an amazing amazing game um and right and right in fact right behind me someone's uh demoing cinder cinder which, which yep. i've been really enjoying that game that game is right at my own cinder is just like ridiculous fun <laughs> uh for those who don't know it's it's a game where you are a, uh, a fantasy-based character. You're a mm-hmm. unicorn, you're a Medusa, uh-huh. and you're setting up a profile on uh, a fantasy version of Tinder right. called Cinder because <laughs> you've decided it would be super great to date a dragon. You just don't want to get burned in the process. Right. <laughs> and it's a push-your-luck dice game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really it's, it's, it's silly fun, but what I love is that 
half of the game is a little it's like it's like light role playing because yeah. no one ever rolls the dice and says oh no i busted they're you know you roll the dice you fail and someone says oh man what did you say at dinner that didn't go well <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty much how it plays with uh what's been playing with us yeah, yeah it's yeah. a similar kind of thing uh but yeah, so we're we're excited about the spill. Uh, it uh-huh. just uh, the Kickstarter ended last Friday. Okay. But we opened up the late pledges um, yesterday, so uh, those will be open for probably another month for people who want to get involved in the spill. Oh, very cool. And um, then uh, the Night Cage, our last copies are here at Origins. <laughs> Um, I brought enough to Gen Con that uh-huh. I thought was going to cover Gen Con and, and Origins. Origins. Oh my gosh. And I, we we ran out of them on Saturday, <laughs> and so I had to rush games in for Origins, and it was my last copies wow. that I had, like you know, put aside just in case. <laughs> we are going to be out of these by probably end of today. Oh wow! Um, so happily, like I said, the next printing is actually here. Uh-huh. So that should be uh, probably in the next month. <laughs> out in retail again oh wow but it's it's a whirlwind I, i've never had a game uh-huh. do this well i've had successful games but this is this has been there's an x factor to this game yeah that there, just excites people yeah so. there, there truly is there truly is so um overall your how's your origins experience been going it sounds oh like i gotta say well so here's the thing i think it's a little deceiving because you walk around the hall and uh-huh. it feels much smaller than yeah, yeah. previous years um and uh we're busy but we're not crushed right so we were shocked yesterday when we uh i thought we did you know okay uh-huh. but turns out w- the amount of sales we did yesterday uh-huh. equaled three days in 2019 oh wow so that's three times as well oh, as wow. we normally do that's huh. crazy. That is crazy. Holy crap. <laughs> wow. And I think, honestly, I think it's because people are just so happy to be able to be back doing what they love, back with the community, playing games, uh-huh. um, and they've come and they, they honestly, they, they've got some money and they want to shop. They want to <laughs> they, they see the they new w- stuff and bring, yeah. it un- bring it home or bring it out in the middle of the hall and play it. So uh, I know I've been delighted. I have missed being at shows, too, and I'm sure uh-huh. you have. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, so, so much of the reason why I do this is because I love doing demos. I love seeing uh-huh. pe- people's faces light up when they're like, oh, man, this is cool. Like, that's why I get up in the yeah. morning. So back, <laughs> being back at show is it's just rewarding. I just I absolutely love it. So well, very cool. Well, it is. A, gosh, it was it was a pleasure being able to run into you this year because I didn't get to see you at all last year. Correct. And, yep. Uh, it's a. It's always a delight coming by the Smoking Dagger booth, uh, just seeing all the games, and I'm really excited that Night Cage is is doing as well as it is. Yeah, thank you. Um, and I, I, really high hopes for the spill. Um, and so listeners, go, go check out the late pledges for that if you haven't already backed it. And uh, and if you don't get in on the late pledge, uh, you'll you, you'll probably be able to find it all over the place once it hits retail. So again, right. thank you again, Kurt. Yeah, thanks so much. Yep. Hey, Toast, what's behind this door? It's the designer's dungeon! Oh, yeah. you didn't. Yes, I sure did! Ah, <laughs> uh, Toast, locked him up! I didn't mean actually keep designers yeah. in the dungeon. 
Well, it's too bad. They're there. Well, let's go talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> They're making, like, rough them up or something. Hey, Swarmcast listeners. John's here, and I'm talking with somebody that, well, we we ran into. We ran into them at uh, Origins. But, of course, by the time we got around to possibly getting, getting to talk with them at Origins, everybody involved was completely worn out and exhausted. So that's why we're going to talk with them right now. So uh, with me, joining me right now is Alex Wolf with Spielcraft Games. How's it going, Alex? Not bad. How about you? I'm, I think I'm finally re- recovered from Origins, and that's just me having only gone to the one con. <laughs> yeah, I know people who went uh, straight from Origins to Geekway to the West, which I think there wasn't even a day in between. And I, I can't imagine that because right. one con is enough for me too. So I assume then, did you just do Origins or did you do, um, I know some of the folks we ran into had done Gen Con, which was two weeks right before Origins. Well, this year I only did Origins. Like everyone else, my con schedule was very messed up uh, compared to what I wanted it to be. <laughs> but uh, Origins was the big one. And then a smaller con in Nebraska uh, called the Great Plains Game Festival which was, I think that happened in August, but time has become a blur for me since this, <laughs> since the pandemic started and I started working from home. So speaking of Nebraska, Spielcraft Games, uh, you guys are based out of Nebraska, is that correct? Yes. Yep. I'm in Omaha, Nebraska. Why don't you give us a little breakdown of the the sort of uh, the secret origins, as it were, of Spielcraft Games? Well, initially I started uh, just designing games for fun and... In 2016, I attended uh, the Spielmasons, which is a group of game designers here in Omaha that meet at Spielbound. You'll notice a pattern here. Uh, Ah. And we play test each other's games once a week on like a really good night. We might have 15 people on a slow night. It might just be two people, but uh, we've been getting together. Uh, I've been attending for the past five years and except for a hiatus during COVID, we have been going strong that entire time. And uh, that group sort of brought me from an amateur going nowhere game designer to uh, actually completing an entire game design. And uh, one really important thing about that group is that we're not afraid to be really brutally honest with each other. So when I brought my first game uh, into, when I brought actually what would become For Glory into a meeting with that group, uh, they basically just tore it apart, told me all the things that were terrible about it. And so I spent the next three and a half years <laughs> working with that group to make For Glory into what it eventually became. And so when I chose my company name, uh, I decided to allude to that group of game designers, the Spielmasons in the company name. So that's where Spielcraft Games comes from. You mentioned your game, For Glory. And currently, right now on Kickstarter, you have a second printing of it up there along with uh the i want to say the expansion uh for glory champions is that correct yep that's correct why don't you tell us a little bit about that because i gotta admit i looked at it and it looks pretty neat for glory is the game of gladiatorial combat and deck building it initially had a kickstarter campaign that started in february of 2020 and ended in march of 2020 and then we delivered the base game. yeah it was good timing right uh, right, we right. delivered the base game uh, at the end of 2020 in December. So it's been out uh, about 10 months now uh, in people's hands. And the expansion, we've been working on that 
we just never really stopped working on the game design, but we've been developing that ever since we locked in what would be included in the base game. And the expansion, I'm kind of bad at, uh, I don't have my thoughts organized, so I'm sorry if I'm rambling. Uh, The base game (laughs) uh, was for two players only. The expansion uh, notably expands the player count from one to four players. So there's a solo mode and also uh, additional rules to play with more players. But it also just adds uh, more cards to the game. And I should have said this first, but it's a deck building game. And that's why there are cards in it. Uh, But it's a game where you build a gladiator school in ancient Rome. You train gladiators, and then you control them in arena battles against your opponents. And ultimately, uh, winning arena battles is how you win the game. That was a poor, poorly cool. ordered description. I apologize. <laughs> That's it was fine. like a, That's perfectly fine. It was like the film Memento, but describing a board game. <laughs> hmm. I think that's how we should do uh, board game descriptions from now on. That would make things a little interesting. Interesting. (laughs) So the next expansion is going to be kind of like that, right? You're going to start off kind of at the end and work to the point where you have (laughs) no more cards. So yeah, it'll be uh, reverse (laughs) deck building. (laughs) It'll be very difficult to understand, uh, but the people who get it will really get it. They'll love it. Were you originally intending to, to just kickstart the, the expansion or did you just see this as like a just a really good opportunity to to also go ahead and and get that second printing i figure there are a lot of people out there who just didn't hear about our first kickstarter spielcraft games had a pretty small budget as as you might imagine an indie publisher uh mm-hmm. so we didn't really have a broad reach so i thought there might be a fair number of people who didn't back the first campaign, who would be interested in the expansion. Uh, so obviously they would have to have a way to get the base game too. So for me, it was just natural to include a second printing of the base game along with the expansion. We have gotten a lot of backers uh, who are getting both the base game and the expansion. So it seems like it was the right way to go. I noticed that with the Kickstarter, there's a you can get a um i'm not sure i don't remember how you worded it it's like a deluxe version that has some pretty awesome looking components in it some uh i want to see some metal coins and a gladiator helmet what's that about it's just about being cool really i mean the <laughs> uh, the standard edition comes with punchboard tokens for a few different types of tokens including the coins that you spend throughout the game obviously Metal pieces are just cool, and we figure, why not include them? And it turns out that the premium edition is really popular, so it's a really good thing that we did include them. But we included these metal coins uh, that were designed by Amit Godga from uh, Crimson Studio, and the, the design is just awesome, and they look like real Roman coins. We were just too excited not to make them into metal coins. Um, and then <laughs> the Gladiator helmet and... A couple of Gladius tokens also come with the game. And we just figured, you know, these would be metal in real life. So they better be metal in the premium edition of the game. For glory, metal in real life. That's the, the tagline <laughs> right there. The game looks looks super cool. I've, I've always kind of been into the whole uh, ancient Greece, ancient Rome type of things. And uh, this this looks like it it captures a pretty good feel for it, especially... you. So you're building your actual gladiator school. Actually... While the game was in development, I watched the Spartacus series, and 
okay. if you've seen that, you're you're really playing as the owner of the gladiator school, and and the main one of the main characters in that show is Badiatis, who was the owner mm-hmm. of the gladiator school where Spartacus was a member. It's kind of hard to talk about these things in the historical context because it was actually like really horrible what happened to these people. Yeah. So, but you're kind of a bad guy uh, in that sense. And you're, Mm -hmm. uh, the game split into two phases where the first phase you're preparing for the upcoming gladiatorial games by recruiting more gladiators, uh, getting patrons to help get your gladiators into the games. Patrons are like influential people who know how to pull the right strings. Um, And then you're also getting training cards, which represent actions that your gladiators can take during battles. And then at the end of every round, or the second half of every round, really, there's a big gladiator battle, or sometimes more than one gladiator battle uh, in, in either one or two different arenas. And the object is to just have the most glory at the end of the game by winning those arena battles. But then you go back and forth between those phases throughout the game. If you had to to pick one of the, I don't know, either either a particular card or if or a particular mechanic that you have in in this game that you think is probably your favorite or the thing that you're either the most proud of, what what would you say? My favorite thing and what I think sets this game apart from other games most of all, um, and it's hard to choose a single thing, but if uh, since you're asking <laughs> me, I will choose a single thing, uh, and that's that. <laughs> On on your turn during combat, uh, you only get you only get to attack with one gladiator, and you only get to use one card from your hand. And you always have more than one gladiator that you want to attack with, and you always have more than one card that you want to play from your hand. So uh, instead of just being able to play all of the cards from your hand every single turn, like a lot of deck builders do, uh, when you get into combat in this game, you can no longer do that, and you really have to decide the order in which you play your cards. And if you don't attack with the gladiator earlier early enough, uh, that gladiator might not attack at all because it might be defeated before you get a chance. So I really think that that oh, okay. um, makes for a lot of meaningful decisions. And that came about actually at a Spielmasons meeting where we were playing the game and you could play as many cards as you want on your turn uh, in this playtesting iteration that was uh, pretty early on. And uh, someone said to me, oh, I like how tactical this game feels. And it occurred to me that it didn't feel tactical at all because uh, you just got (laughs) to play everything at once. So I went home and just uh, over the course of several days, or I don't don't remember exactly how long, I I just was thinking, how can I actually make this tactical instead of just a sort of like drop all your cards on the table and not worry about it type of situation? So the Kickstarter is currently going on. And it's going to be going on until, I want to say, sometime in the middle of November. Is that correct? November 16th is the last day. Listeners, you have a chance to to back this. If you've already got the base game, you can get the expansion, Champions. Or you can get the base game. Or you can get the base game and the expansion. Or you can get all the premium stuff. Is there anything else? Uh, oh my gosh. Is there anything else they can look forward to on the, the Kickstarter? Well, we'll also be offering metal coins as an add-on for backers, uh, which a lot of people took advantage of during the last campaign. So we decided to offer that again. There are also, there's a mini expansion uh, with Kickstarter exclusive illustrations uh, that we're including huh. for 
every pledge that includes the Champions expansion. And that's pretty cool. It includes 10 extra illustrated cards along with 11 extra arena cards. Um, and some of the cards... Well, I haven't explained what arenas are. And there's another type of card that I that won't really mean anything until I explain what it is. But there's an, a fifth champion in the Kickstarter exclusive illustrations expansion. Um, and what a champion is, is a five level gladiator where you start the game with a level one champion in your deck and each champion is unique. So it's kind of like a starting or a, a unique player power in a sense. And then okay. whenever you have your champion in your hand, you can train your champion, um, which mechanically is that you remove the champion from your hand from the game. And then you take the next level and you put it into your discard pile. So you'll get the next level later. And you pay a little bit of money every time you do that. Um, but you get the next level later, and it's a better champion with a better ability. Um, and by the end of the game, if you get up to level 5, you're going to have one of the most powerful gladiators around. Uh, rivaled by the other player's champions, of course. But uh, it'll be better than <laughs> right. what you can get normally. Um, so there's a fifth champion. Uh, there are four champions in the champions expansion uh, that will be available hopefully in retail, but you know, I don't know. Nice. You always hope to get into distribution, but uh, right. um, and then the arena cards are abilities that you get for winning battles. And so there, there'll be 11 more of those, which just add a bunch of variability to gameplay. And that whole expansion comes free for backers. Oh, that's cool. Aside from, for for glory and the expansion what do you what would you foresee um do you have other game ideas that might be bubbling around in there somewhere uh later on down the, the road for spielcraft yeah well i'm hoping that spielcraft games i'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that spielcraft games uh, is in this for the long haul uh we are already about a year into development on the next game that we plan on releasing um, which we si we signed from another designer, actually. And, and he, uh, this other designer happens to be uh, Spielmason. Uh, that's how we have become friends. We we become friends, and that's how okay. he, uh, that's how this whole relationship started, I guess. But uh, okay. the game's called Cretaceous Rails. I wish I had designed it because <laughs> I just think it's absolutely brilliant. Um, and it's a Euro game where uh, you're building rails during the Cretaceous era. Okay. taking tourists to see dinosaurs that they want to see and also collecting dinosaurs. Uh, and it's just, I, I love it so much that I had to ask the designer uh, whether I could publish it. And uh, we came to an agreement. So I'm really excited about uh, working on that right after this Kickstarter. It was great talking to you. So where can our, our listeners uh, check out Spielcraft Games? Where would you like for them to go? Right now until November 16th, I'd love for people to check out the <laughs> Kickstarter campaign. And we'll have a link in the show notes too. And then spielcraftgames.com will have information about um, all of our future endeavors too. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you once again. Uh, we've been talking with Alex Wolf with Spielcraft Games. Listeners, go out there and check out For Glory and For Glory Champions on Kickstarter right now. <laughs> the Swarmcast presents... <laughs> Puzzles! So the name of this puzzle is Tea Dragon Society, Common Varieties of Tea Dragons. It's produced by Renegade Game Studios. The piece count is a thousand pieces. 
Size is 50 by 70 centimeters or 19.5 inches by 27.5 inches. Retail price is 20 bucks. Fun facts, this is based off the T-Dragon Society game by Renegade Game Studios. So in each box contains the puzzle pieces, a Ziploc or Zippy bag that you can store the pieces in when you're done or if you're in between, and a reference picture or sheet which is roughly the size of a piece of paper. So let's go over the quality of the pieces. As far as clumping, there's no clumping. None of the pieces stuck together when we pulled it out. Damage to pieces out of the box. Only one piece came out of the box with minor damage. Puzzle dust. There was little to no, none of that. Each piece is roughly one by one inch. Quality of the art is excellent. It's crisp and it's a pretty good transfer from the original source, the, the actual game itself. Difficulty. We said this was easy to medium. The background is all one color, a nice white color, and some of the dragons have very similar colors within them, which can provide a little bit of a challenge. This puzzle was primarily completed by one person, although there was a couple instances where there was another person involved. So the time that it took for us to put this together was about 12 hours and 38 minutes. We recommend this for anybody who likes cute dragons, is fond of tea, or is just a fan of the Tea Dragon Society game by Renegade Games. Each of the dragons is named after a different type of tea. For example, one of the dragons is named Chamomile. So this was our review of the puzzle for Tea Dragon Society, Common Variety of Dragons by Renegade Games Studio. Podcast at The following game reviews were submitted by attendees of Scared Gaming Convention. Stuffed Fables, reviewed by Seth. The good. Pieces and game mechanics are well designed. Rules are simple, but allowed for compelled possibilities. The bad. Game seemed very easy if mistakes are not made. However, it's designed for younger audience. Other. I would like to see additional set of rules for more difficulty and possibly throttled, uh, throttle of difficulty too. Recommend? Yes. Buy? No. Stuff Fables, reviewed by Luther. The good. Simple mechanics. RPG-ish. The storyline is good. The game mechanics themselves are good. The bad. Figures are not painted. Lots of reading. Pretty much all combat. Other. You can get one-shot kills. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. Stuffed Fables, reviewed by Gideon. The good. You get different weapons and fight funny monsters. They used to be just normal, but come to life. You get to play on the same team. The bad. We had to kill some of the monsters. Can't use the weapons modeled on the figure. Other? None. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. <laughs> the Bears and the Bees. Reviewed by Joe. The good. Cute cards. Easy or complex rules. So that's a plus. Very sturdy game. The bad. None. Other. Like dominoes, but cuter. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. The Birds and the Bees, reviewed by Luther. The good. Easy play mechanics, like dominoes. Great artwork. Unique flavor. The bad. 
thin cards doesn't seem durable. Other, small box slash light can spark interest in bees. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. The Bears and the Bees, reviewed by Gideon. The good. I like the variety of flowers, bees, and bears. Easy to play and pretty. The bad. The bears won't let you play around them. Other. I don't think of anything. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. The Bears and the Bees, reviewed by Seth. The good. Very beautiful pieces and easy to play. The bad. None. Other. None. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. <laughs> Cortex, Train Job 2, reviewed by CJ. The good. Good interplay between players and GM. A good team effort. The bad. Felt bad the plot was away from the action for the majority, but it was their decision. Other. I miss my mining alcohols. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. Cortex, Train Job 2, reviewed by Dan. The good. Great system. It was my first time playing Cortex or Firefly. Great GM. Very knowledgeable and prepared. The bad. I picked a character that had little involvement in the job of this particular scenario. Other? None. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. Cortex, Train Job 2, reviewed by someone. The good. Nice introductory to a flexible system, very nostalgic. The bad. Held early on the last day of the con, so I was tired. Other? None. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Maybe. Cortex, Train Job 2, reviewed by James. The good. Fun system. The bad. Not enough time to play. Other? None. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. Hey there, Toast. What are you doing? Uh, I'm getting ready for Scarab Gaming Convention. Scarab? What's that? What do you mean, what's that? You help run it. It's a gaming convention in January. Just, just, just go along with it. Uh, uh, um, <clears throat> oh, I've heard of that. Isn't that in Columbia, South Carolina on MLK weekend? Uh, yeah, it's like four days, Friday through Monday, January 14th through 17th, 2022. Hey, Toast, what kind of stuff do they have going on at Scarab Gaming Convention? Well, it's a gaming con, so if I had to guess, um, games? You mean like role-playing games for adults and kids? Oh. Organized play for D&D and Paizo games? Mm -hmm. Demos from publishers and other special guests? Pretty much. Miniatures gaming? An extensive board game library, yes. play to wins, yes. prizes, a costume contest, oh the gosh. Pharaoh's Challenge, and more? Uh, yeah? Why? Oh boy, where do I sign up? What do you mean, where do you sign up? You know where to sign up. <clears throat> so that's, uh, you can register online by going to www.s-c-a-r-a-b.com or tabletop events, one word, slash... Conventions slash Scarab dash 2022? Yeah, that's how you get your badges and sign up for events. I hear they are taking all sorts of safety precautions this year for social distancing and stuff. Oh yeah, we're doing stuff uh, as mandated by the CDC. So again, Scarab Gaming Convention in Columbia, South Carolina, January 14th through 17th. And remember... Uh, hey, be safe, have fun, and if you're feeling sick, stay at home!
I mean, my insurance does not cover human illnesses. And, you know, let me know, and if you are sick, I'll send you some, uh, cobalt or chicken soup. Ah. <laughs> well, that's it. That's the end of the show. You can try to go back to your regular life now, whatever that means. Ah, uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and we want you to check us out on... Huh. Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, uh, Apple Podcasts, Tuned In, Stitcher. You know, wherever you're going to find podcasts, uh, you can find good ones, and you can find ours there, too. Also, you should uh, like, subscribe, hit a bunch of buttons, whatever, for us on things like Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube. Also, just let us know, should we do, like, TikTok? And if so, like, what would we even do on TikTok? I don't even know. You know, it's just a lot of stuff for a cobalt to handle at this moment. So our intro song was from I Fight Dragons. Go check them out at ifightdragons.com. All right, so go out, go play some games, darn it. And uh, let us know what you're playing and what you might be interested at swarmcastpodcast at gmail.com. So when you think of Swarmcast, think of us. And when you think of Toast, think of me. <laughs>
just to feel trapped.